Alright. Welcome. What's up? Wait, so I recording? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was. <laughs> no, I was. <laughs> Uh, possibly the worst opening ever. Really, it's, it's done. Yeah, you couldn't do better than that. <laughs> we push. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna leave that in as well. Tiny fixes in. Where was push? Why can't you just do the edited. intro right? What? I, I watched yeah, my intro. I, I watched my intro. I don't know. Well, I actually yeah, let's just, let's just continue. <laughs> uh, how are you guys doing? I am. Slowly losing oh, my fine. mind, but I am healthy. <laughs> As in, we thank God for being healthy. But I am slowly, slowly losing my mind. Lockdown, it's been a bit too long. <laughs> it's been now, it's getting mad. Like, I'm just getting increasingly by the day, I'm getting more and more like bored by things I do. Yeah. Like, they just don't interest me anymore. I was like, oh. like, I'll open Netflix, scroll through, I was like, nah, I'm not feeling it. It's like the things, the interesting things in life have become boring. Yeah. That's how you know that there's a problem. <laughs> Man, if I were you. I mean, the biggest thing for me is now is Twitter. <laughs> I think I've been spending a lot of time on Twitter. Maybe it's too much time. It's a good thing for my entertaining. There's something entertaining about about the stupidity on, on that app. And just some people who, some people who just think that like giving alternative opinions is yeah. like cool. My like everyone has agreed. Everyone has agreed that racism is bad, right? Yeah. Think that oh, you want to be edgy, so you're like. Uh-huh. I don't like black people. No, I'm so it's cool. Mad. I have a mean page. <laughs> It's crazy because I look at those things sometimes. I'm like, no, but what do you actually expect to happen? Like, yes, you will go viral, but for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> like, it's mad. What exactly. do you think is going to happen? Another big thing is like, people are calling out celebrities, especially black celebrities, for speaking out about um, Black Lives Matter. And they're saying that, oh, you're just following the, yeah, um, the bandwagon. It's like yeah, they're doing, they're talking that. about something that. Every single yeah, day. Them every single day. Yeah. Because because they want the first people to talk about it, it's suddenly a problem for them exactly. to talk about oh, it now. Yeah. Is that what they're trying to say? It's mad. It's mad. In this period of time though, the amount of respect I've gotten for like John Boyega, for example. Mad. Like he John Boyega has been Yeah. He's been a man. Seriously out there. He's like been in the man. seriously risking his career and everything as well. Yeah, it's not. Uh, I have so much like, respect for him. Well, I, I wish we have more people like him. Yeah, for real, man. For real. I we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. I don't even know if we should just go off the whole Twitter tangent and just talk about the biggest topic on this, which would be the whole Naomi situation. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Firstly, how to talk about this without putting ourselves in some kind of trouble. <laughs> Literally. <Can> you... 
Who is such a sensitive topic? There's no right to talk about My laughter is just because I'm just like, oh, I'm screwed. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> hey, but when we, when we talk I'm about... <laughs> I just thought, all right, like, it's a podcast, isn't it? Like, you talk about things that matter. Yeah. And this matters. Because I, I, was, yeah, actually, I was actually battling with myself. Yeah, like, I was actually battling with myself. I was like, oh, should we talk about this? Should we not talk about this? Uh, there are some things that we kept off this podcast. For example, when the whole only thing happened, I was deliberately like, I right, now nah, we're not talking about that because yeah, I just felt, yeah, I just felt now nah, I don't want that on my podcast. But this, I feel like, to ignore this can is be kind of kind of important. Yeah, I mean, I like to use like situations like this as as case studies. Exactly. The yeah. bigger, especially yeah. because, like I told you guys. Um, we're also going to talk about yeah. so I think the bigger picture would be homophobia and homophobia, cancel culture, religion these are all things we're going to be talking about today this is also the 10th episode of yeah. The Dish so yay the 10th and possibly the heaviest <laughs> yes, I'll take that round episodes deep and yes. <laughs> all of us are still eligible for foreign education we have not been cancelled yet <laughs> <laughs> You have not been cancelled yet, so yeah, um, that's that's all bad. Um, so for anyone listening to the podcast who does not know what happened with the um, whole Naomi thing, uh, there was a girl who apparently is um, lesbian, and then Naomi threatened. I it came out somewhere. Naomi essentially jumped on it. Um, the girl wasn't too happy. Then Naomi threatened to tell her school, you know, threatened to, in her words, well, apart from telling her school, she, in her words, has her tea in the palm of her hand so she can't try her. Essentially, like, she would expose her, blah, blah. Um, She got a lot of backlash for it. She gave a public apology-ish, but then the girl then came out with a screenshot of what Naomi was actually saying behind the scenes as she was still like threatening to tell her parents still blackmailing her and all that um and yeah that that's it one of the main reasons why I decided to, talk, uh, to, to we have to talk about it is because well apart from the fact that even before it happened like on my next podcast episode I already knew we were going to talk about cancel culture and all that I just felt if yeah. I didn't talk about it the only reason I wouldn't have talked about it is because like people would attack and then i'm just like right, you know what like i'm not that kind of person i'm not the kind of person who shy away from a topic because i don't want people to attack me so that's like, right, let's do this so all that be oh yeah i, I forgot some important details um she up before pr- prior to her apology she was you know defending herself and she used the stantic of religion that she's doing what god says blah blah and that was her defense essentially. Personally, I feel like yeah. her defense was weak. Personally, very, very weak. I, personally, she's I feel that not at all doing what God said. I mean, sent. if anything, God did not. I must yeah. say that what she did was absolutely disgusting. Um, yeah, blackmail. Yeah. Blackmail yeah, yeah, yeah. is never acceptable. Blackmail. Um, I'll say someone is never acceptable. Yeah. And because. the fact that she she even tried to justify that, yeah. I mean, for if we're, if we're just going to jump into it, into the are. topic of homophobia and in Christianity, I think that 
Egyptians will always say it's a sin and I'm I'm um allowed to believe what Pretty I sign. believe is a sin. But um you know that there's this certain obsession with with homosexuality in the conventional Christian church. Mm. And it's almost treated as more of a sin than other sins mm. and mm. almost like an abomination, like a specific mm. yeah. abomination. But if, but there's no hierarchy to sin. There isn't. All like that is the, no the, the Bible itself says sin is sin. Look, like that's the same. It. The Bible the, itself says sin. The person sin. who steals a pen cap and the person who steals ten billion dollars are ending up in the same hell. Exactly. So, yeah. well, that is if they don't so, repent. If they don't repent, that is. Yeah, if they don't repent. Yeah. So, the specific sort of um, and staunch. Um, mm. reprimanding of homosexuality in the Christian church is I don't even know where it's what it's rooted what in. Is it? I, I think it's rooted but, in culture, you know. I think if anything it has more to do with culture and it's weird because you know of late I've had this conversation with my family as well and it's just African church is so permeated with culture and due to that the, the actual teachings of the Bible <laughs> They are somewhat being lost in African churches, you know. But I think, in funny enough that you you said that, I think in many ways it's permeated by a culture that's not even our own. And um, we have some ideas that are radicalized from foreign ideas. And so many ideas that, yes, are cultural and like indigenous cultural, but yeah. are still sort of like shaped by Western than mm. thing that's expected from a religion that came from the west and came mm. from um foreign that came from foreign powers mm. but it's it's actually crazy that you would say that because it you're right like a lot of it is like in christianity is especially the showing offness of mm. nigerian mm. culture mm. Mm-hmm. yeah so people like want to give more to look a certain way we and that in itself is problematic because it's it's like it's about the intention not mm-hmm. about the amount of what you're doing it's just it's just mad to, to think of i think you know I, th- I think of the whole naomi situation and it was just so avoidable as well because like I, I, like I've, this was also incredibly unnecessary. So incredibly unnecessary, so avoidable. You know, I've talked to several people in the background, and I'm just like, look, the same. Well, not the entire, not the exact same situation, but you had the whole Susan Poirot thing, where there was a video of her saying, "If a child was gay, she would beat them." Blah blah blah. She got backlash for it, but Susan killed that situation dead by apologizing straight away, and that is why it didn't go any bigger than it did. She apologized straight away. She was like, oh, this was unacceptable. She apologizes, blah, blah, blah. And she killed it dead on the spot. <sighs> Naomi, oh my goodness. I mean, everything she was saying on her story, the whole, she's doing what God says, blah, blah, blah. The whole, I wish, I mean, I wish I had like the screenshots with me. I know I have them somewhere, but I, I, I can't get them right now. Yeah, the whole, um, uh, if you're so proud of it, then you shouldn't yeah. be offended. The whole, she didn't mention anyone's name. All that was just garnering more 
attention and more backlash and it got it's it's it, it, it was crazy like how big how big it got she should just have apologized um, from the beginning from the i guess she got what she wanted i'm sure she knew what she was doing mm-hmm. that she didn't I mean, well, I mean, it, it's funny because <laughs> I think it's it's um it shows like the clear distinction between what when a public figure apologizes for something and what they actually think. How are you going to jump from? I will tell your school that you are a lesbian, <laughs> a lesbian, of, and then you go and say um or oh, no, I I don't um that doesn't that's not a representation of me. Uh-huh. You 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 can't do that because. It is a representation of you. you, you know, I know. Those I know, we know that you still have those. Those are your words. We know that you still have you those thoughts, regardless of. Your, yeah. It's like how, exactly. Yeah. How, I'm pretty sure I've said that on this podcast as well. It's like how um, there was a case with some guy. I can't remember. I can't remember which celebrity is, essentially it was, but you know he said something racist and he, and he came out later. He apologized. He's like, oh, that's not who I am. I just got angry. Blah blah. Hey, look. If you say something when you're angry, you say something in the heat of the moment. It is who you are. Yeah. That's it. It, you, it, mm-hmm. it is who you are. It is mm-hmm. your character, because that's when your character anger actually comes out. Anger, anger doesn't bring out things that aren't of you. Exactly. I am pretty sure Trevor Noah covered this. Yes, he did. He did. Yeah. He did. If it was like five years ago, then you can like say yes, I've developed yeah, I've from grown as a person. Yeah. But, but, yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah. If it if it was one hour ago or like mm. a day ago, yeah. then you no can't just say it. Just means you, you said something and you said something. Deal with it. Move on. Like it's 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 mad. Uh, I mean, uh, it's just ridiculous as well. How uh, I just so, didn't like. I just didn't like how she handled the situation. Being honest, like uh, man, uh, this yeah. isn't just to like yeah. dump. I feel like dirt on I, mean, her, I just didn't like how she how she handled the situation at all. No, there's. Using that, she like, did said nothing way. right whatsoever in this whole situation. If yeah, yeah. She, the initial she action wasn't right. How she handled it wasn't right. Everything, everything was just, it was just wrong. I mean, hopefully, she's learned from it. She's grown from it, and yeah. We're segueing to cancel culture. Lots of celebrities now have been segueing to cancel culture. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm all for. So, what do you think about? You think cancel culture is out of hand? I think it is out of hand. I feel like it's gotten a bit out of I, hand. I, I think it is out of hand. Here's my reasons why. First of all, I did a blog post a couple of um, weeks ago talking about this. I just think cancel culture has gotten to the point now where it doesn't give any room for that actual character development mm-hmm. and character growth. In fact, mm-hmm. it's only, uh, and it's mad because it's so biased as well. So when you look at, for example, someone like Logan Paul, Logan Paul filmed a dead body and put it on YouTube. And at a point, it seemed like, oh, he's cancelled, blah, blah, blah. But he wasn't. And we can now see, like, the character growth. We can now see, you know, he's, uh, well, we would like to think he's that he's... improving. We would like to think that he's a changed man and all of that. And unfortunately, not everyone is allowed that um, space. Not everyone is given that liberty. So that's ju- that's just my issue with it, man. I think it's extremely bad. I don't think it gives people space for character growth and and for personal development. However, that being said, that being said, I think in some cases it's necessary. I don't know why Jake Paul hasn't been cancelled. I really, really that's don't know. That's a very why. good question. I really, really don't know why Jake Paul hasn't been cancelled. It's like every single year he does something stupid. He's- 
that he deserves to be cancelled for and somehow it's just nah. Like, like nah. it's like you said, it's just incredibly biased, yeah. So if J Paul was to get cancelled today, I'll be like, Yeah, he deserves that. Uh, the whole Shane Dawson thing going on right now, I think he deserves um, it. Um there was a yeah. I think he deserves it. So I think Shane Dawson? Yeah, I think I think it's necessary in some in some cases. The other part of it I don't understand is why things that happened like ten years yeah. ago you would then bring about a person who has clearly grown since then and you just have to cancel them. To me that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like it what doesn't. happened to, and um it's it's what's her name? I can't think of her name right now, but a YouTuber was basically driven off of YouTube because Oh yeah 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 PewDiePie back over there. Yeah 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 because of something she did i think by a very long time ago which clearly don't reflect who she is now but yeah. people oh, don't seem Jenna to Marbles, have yeah yes Marbles. they don't seem to have room for that forgiveness for yeah. things that which yeah. they didn't even know about when it happened back then so why really should it matter now, now yeah when it clearly I think... holds no ground with who she is today, today. yeah I think cancel culture is excessive but useful. I feel like it's useful. In terms it's of definitely better than when people could just say yeah. and do what whatever they, they want. Wanted. Definitely, that's what I was about to say. I feel like it's useful in the sense that it definitely keeps people with a platform in check. You like you're more careful about what you yeah. say. You're more careful about yeah, what you do because you know you can't get cancelled. That being said, it still doesn't apply to everyone. Like and cancel culture needs to open up. It needs to open up a conversation about useful rage and yeah, when yeah. outrage is actually useful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think yesterday um, you and I were talking about um, the thing with Jojo Siwa and the monkey thing. Yeah. And someone she um, she made she had a music video and someone in the music video was dressed up as a monkey. And then they said that that's blackface. And that's very insulting. I, that I, I people don't that people's minds. I mean, and I that is directly a product of cancel culture. Yeah, that's directly a product of cancel culture. A lot of people now don't even understand or are not even able to hold intelligent conversations that's about exactly. issues regarding exactly. race, sexism, um, mm. homophobia, if you will, because yeah. they have these ideas that are that are influenced by what people said. That is actually the true experience of black people but mm, they yeah. are now contextualizing that in different situations like a young white girl painting her face brown and putting on first so that she's like she, she's dressed as a monkey when everyone else in this video is dressed up as animals like blackface is a caricature thing if you look at the yeah. history of this because menstrual shows it's a performance and imitation of black people that is intended to mock I mean, black people so someone dressing up as a monkey is not black I, I would never understand when i heard about the children first of all i'm not a huge children siwa fan first of all like i, I don't i don't, I, I don't really, I, like i don't really care for her but when i heard about her I if you're like, smaller our age that don't care for her i would be quite <laughs> i would be quite surprised yeah but like when i heard about that i was just like come on man like it's ridiculous like you have like, so many people who are uneducated about stuff but then they see something somewhere and they're so quick to tweet. They're like, oh, yeah, this person should be cancelled because they did this. And I'm like, shut up. You don't know anything about it. So why are you talking? Like, it's just so ridiculous how people are so quick to jump on a bandwagon. Before you know it, it's out of control. It's mad. It's mad. 
I feel like the problem is that it's too mm-hmm. it's too easy to cancel people these days because it's so it's just one tweet on Twitter that just needs to get retweeted a bunch of times and eventually the whole context behind why you decided to say that person deserves to be cancelled in the first place gets lost. context yeah. eventually gets lost yeah. and then <clears throat> exactly yeah and then there's just it just gets out of hand way way too way too quickly yeah yeah I mean I completely agree I, I don't I don't know what else to say on that it's mad I mean at the same time I think I definitely think people should be held accountable for their actions and their words yeah de- I, I definitely agree with that I mean of course when I did my blog post talk talking like about about that some people were a bit confused they're like oh, are you saying like people shouldn't be responsible I was like no if you actually read properly what I did say is that people should be held accountable but they should also be allowed to grow and I think that's really what cancel culture like deprives people of Wait, if you don't yeah. mind me like tying this back to Christianity, like a very, very, very large part of the whole Christian religion, and many, many people do claim to be Christians these days, is forgiveness. Exactly. Like even exactly. though, like even when there's undeniable evidence that somebody did something, there should still be one room to go, mm. and there should still always be the option for forgiveness in that learn from their mistakes as a person if you can see genuine efforts mm. to redeem themselves for their mistakes then i don't believe that they need to be cancelled yeah like me exactly and that, that lack of being cancelled for people who aren't ready to grow people like j4 <laughs> that lack of outreach so has now become Exactly, that lack of outreach has now become an avenue for people to actually scale in a way that exactly. is quite paradoxical to why cancel culture even started. Exactly. Because now, now outreach has become a profitable social media currency. You can even look at you, was released from you know, he used to make two songs that went huge, made him a lot of money, probably. Uh, the Paul brothers, when they were still, um, when they were still like the main. Yeah, the main famous, the main group of people that were famous in YouTube, they use outrage a lot to yeah. fuel and propel their career. So where they are right it's now, just, yeah. it's just an effect. That's the truth. It's smart because exactly because cancellation is never actually a cancellation. It isn't. Um, yeah, everyone when Chris Brown exactly when Chris Brown did that thing to um, Rihanna, the yeah. whole abuse case, yeah. everyone all celebrities were like, um, "That's messed up." We're never working with him again. And uh-huh. his album comes out, and everyone is on it. It's, it's <laughs> like, who is is he actually being cancelled? Yeah. No, he's not because he's still making a lot of money from from and from the it. trajectory that that situation gives your career. It's just it's messed up. Actually, it's just really messed up. Yeah, that, it, it seems to me increasingly like the people who deserve to be cancelled are not, and those who don't yeah. be are. It's 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 madness. Think of well. It is what it is. It, it it really is what it is. I mean, that's just how life is. Life is tougher for some people and tougher for some. Life really is unfair. Like I was, I was talking about this with someone, and I was like, even in the spaces like we are more uh, what's it called susceptible to, like Lagos now. The truth of the matter is, if I as I am, like messed up, 
I would suffer like way more than if it was like a bigger YouTuber or if it was just someone people knew more. It's mad because some people would hear your name for the first time when you do something and that's it. Opinion opinion formed. Yeah, opinion formed, hate you, that's it. Like it's done. It's done. Your career is killed before it even takes off. Properly, before it takes off properly. So it's it's not. I just have to be careful about this thing. Yeah, you have to be really, really careful. You have to be really, really careful. Like the internet is a scary place these days. Yeah, it is. It's very, it's a very, very scary place because mm-hmm. it's filled with self-righteous keyboard warriors who are so quick to point the finger that they don't even realize sometimes the repercussions that affect innocent people yeah. from what they're doing. They feel. It makes them feel good, basically. Yeah. <laughs> they feel like they are, the law is in their hands. It's mad how that powerful charge, That they are setting justice upon people who honestly don't even need justice. They just need to be understood, yeah. in my opinion. Then there were some people who, you know, because, you know, as, as big as the whole Naomi thing got and as much as the backlash she received was there was a healthy amount of people behind the scenes who were like oh but i don't understand why it was taken to twitter i don't understand blah blah essentially like this could have been done differently with that i i sort of agree i i i think i mean i can't particularly blame um far for taking it to twitter at the same time yeah. It could have it could have been done without. It could have been done. It could have been done without. It wasn't maybe the best course of action on Farah's part, but then again, none of this was of her own. Yeah, control. none of this was on, of her own control. And I definitely people who are coming at her like, ah, oh, but you shouldn't have taken this Twitter, blah, blah blah. I think that's rubbish. I think that's absolute rubbish. Yes, maybe yeah. she didn't need. Naomi is the one who tried to manipulate the exactly. situation and exactly. blackmail Farah in the first place. Exactly. So therefore, you can't possibly yeah, definitely. You, can't, you can't possibly ignore every single thing that Naomi did, and they just point at fire like, "Oh, you shouldn't have taken this Twitter." I mean, I think I think that's just ignorant. I think that's incredibly biased. I frankly think like that's stupid. So yeah, I think we've <laughs> I think we've hammered that nail into the coffin. Yeah. So we move so on. do you have anything else? Oh yeah. Did you guys hear about the Trump rally prank? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that was the now now have to be whoever uh, thought of that is a genius. Like whoever thought of that is a genius. Uh, so to people listening, just in case you are not aware, the Trump rally prank was uh, a prank by some TikTokers and influencers, essentially. Um, Trump had a rally in some states. I don't know which state it was in and TikTokers and influencers themselves and People you know who they could reach through their platforms essentially reached out to people to buy Tickets for his rallies, you know, just to buy tickets for his rallies and you know essentially make Trump think that millions of people or maybe not millions make him think that hundreds of hundreds of thousands of people are going to attend his rally but obviously all the people that bought the tickets didn't actually intend to go so mr trump showed up and it was basically empty 
like fourteen thousand. Yeah, I something. Think. I think. Yeah, it was basically yeah, empty. It was like nowhere near field. Fourteen thousand or nineteen thousand, something like that. I can't remember what, was, what exactly the number was. It was nowhere near as and, full as the ticket sales like, made him think it was going to be. The and, best part is Trump tweeted. I think the tweet or he shall talk about it somewhere that he basically sold out the whole, the whole arena. Yeah, he tweeted it. <laughs> he tweeted arena. it that he sold out the whole arena. <laughs> oh man, uh, it was uh, ridiculous. That's, kind of <laughs> that's kind of it awkward. Was, for it him. was a legendary prank. Legendary prank. Uh, did you see? Did you see his picture? <laughs> did you see his picture when he came down from the plane? <laughs> <Man>, he <laughs> looked. He looked bedraggled. He actually. He his. Oh man, he looked I feel like bedraggled. I might have seen it. <laughs> man, it was. Oh man, it was a legendary prank. Anyway, it, the people that thought of that, that was that was just unreal, unreal. I keep telling people. I think Trump is gone this October. This November, sorry. It will never not be funny. I think Trump is gone this November. I know a lot. Of yeah, people, I know a lot of people. Are, I think I know a lot of people are saying that lot, America will surprise you, blah blah, like you never know. But I'm just yeah, increasingly. Surprise us four years. Yeah, but I'm just increasingly thinking, looking at things now. If he gets reelected, then Lord, I don't know how it's going to happen. He rigged it. <laughs> he rigged it. There's no way. <laughs> There's he almost no got way. impeached. Let that sink. Exactly. Let that sink in. He exactly. almost got impeached. It's mad. If he gets reelected, like he, he didn't even get successfully impeached. That alone was um, <laughs> that was because of the Republicans in the in the Senate, and they they blocked the whole things. Yeah, but I also don't think that we should be too comfortable because. Um, I mean, polls are still saying, polls still say that well, forty-five percent of Americans still think that he's doing a good job, which is um, really yeah, yeah. yeah. I forty-five know. is almost forty-five percent. Forty-five percent is uh, yeah, that's still yeah. And and um, in history, in the history of American politics, it's quite a lot. And yeah. in the history of American politics, there definitely have been lots of moments where the tide has changed very close to election. Yeah. CNN, CNN's early polls and everything show Biden ahead, like landslide ahead. Especially, you know, there were some key states that Trump won in the 2016 one. And Biden is winning in all of those. Yeah. So it looks good. It looks good, but like you first said, yeah, we, we probably shouldn't get too too comfortable. I've just never seen. Well, then again, I've, I haven't lived. I haven't lived that long. <laughs> like I've literally only seen like three presidents, <laughs> but I've never seen so much outreach against one president in my life. It's celebrities as well. Yeah. Fam, even this, even this, this babe, um, Dove Cameron. I watch Dove Cameron's stories. Mm. I watch Dove Cameron's stories, and you see her. I watch her stories and you see her reposting things saying first this November Trump out. Even like her retweets and everything. Basically, like, nah, no like she's so against Trump. And I'm like, really? Don't come around. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Literally just because like when you think of Dove Cameron, I really don't, and there's this and it's surprising. Because, from it's surprising because there's this um think it's surprising because there's this yeah. There's this sort of tacit agreement amongst celebrities that um, using your platform to speak about speak against a political candidate is like an impediment on democracy. But everyone has kind of thrown that out of or the Trump, window. Exactly. And exactly. Now everyone is, <laughs> everyone is against Trump. Like still, 
Everyone is just against Trump. <laughs> I feel like in this situation, it's okay because yeah, it's not an it's evil accepted. situation. It's accepted. Clearly, everyone yeah. hates Trump. Exactly. So, so. This, <laughs> this is not bringing anything new to the table. Yeah. Everybody already yeah, hates everyone Trump. Everyone already hates Trump. But, yeah, so, I mean, but going on a tangent, I'm kind of surprised how wearing masks have become a political issue. Fam. And I like have never a polarizing seen such issue. rubbish in my life. La- in my life, some people are like, "Oh, the mask makes you uncomfortable." Try a bloody ventilator, okay? Try it. <laughs> no, no, no. Try it. Try a ventilator, and then you know how uncomfortable a face mask is. I have seen the pictures. Rubbish. It man. looks like a torture device. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no! <but> <laughs> no, but I don't understand. Like, it's something for your own good. Okay, no, let's be. Let's and I think. I think. You think the maybe maybe the presentation of maybe the presentation of the coronavirus as like an as like um an elevated flu is what's like I think that's what's what making really it, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah but if they had presented it uh, the way Ebola had been presented yeah, I think people then would. everyone would be saying but it. But then like, again, the mortality rates don't really would do, do, do yeah, that. Right. The mortality rates yeah justice to that rate of infection yeah it's the rate of infection that alarms people man i mean and that should alarm people because the truth is even though the chances i think the chances that you will die if you get it is like three percent i think it's close to three percent two point something percent depending on your age as well of course and depending on yeah. if you have health conditions or whatever How healthy it's pretty are. low but the truth of the matter is all you don't hear is having it still has an effect on you it still has an effect on your organs it still has an effect on an extremely taxed immune system i heard a story of a young girl who had uh i think it was asthma also and you know she caught the coronavirus and she you know she fought she was fighting the coronavirus she fought she was fighting the coronavirus she was recovering and then had an asthma attack and she died so the truth is look even if your chances of dying from it itself are pretty low. It still has an effect yeah, on your body. That. It still has an effect on your body. It's not comfortable. Hey, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> so it has an effect on your body, and people should just be careful. Man, people should be safe. Then again, look, I'm not. I'm not going to say uh, when. Obviously, when a face mask doesn't mean ah, I can't get coronavirus now. Blah blah. I mean, it can only do so much. But at the same time, at least take that precaution. At least take that precaution. I mean, it's it's frankly ridiculous. I don't understand how it's garnered so much discussion and debate. I have heard people, well, I haven't seen actual reports, but I've heard from someone else that having the virus literally feels like you are constantly drowning. Oh, wow. That is how hard you have it to is struggle to, to breathe. breathe. Like you are suffering. It's not you are struggling to breathe. You are you basically feel like you're just constantly dying no, no. even though you're not this is not worth getting the virus At just all, because yeah. a face mask makes you feel slightly uncomfortable yeah, yeah, it's, it's mass, man. even if you don't die you will suffer and your immune system will still be crippled after yeah you recover yeah. if you do recover I mean, it's mad. I, I don't understand how, how it's garnered so much debate, man. It's just, it, it's, it's, so, it's for your own good. <laughs> like, but that's the thing, though. That, that's the thing people don't understand because, look, I can say it's for your own good and everything, but the truth of the matter is if you're comfortable getting the coronavirus, fine. 
But think about the people you could pass it on to. The people you got think about your family, think about even people that you may just come in contact with. It's much bigger than exactly. just yourself. Everyone needs to play for the world now, okay? Like even if it makes you uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you need to play for the world now. Just be safe, man. Wear the damn face mask, wear gloves, yeah. wear everything. I mean it's 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 just it's just standard stuff. I mean Wash your hands. Wash your hands, yeah, all that. It's do not inject disinfectant inside your body. <laughs> I feel I don't feel like this is something that has to be said but considering these were words from the president of the United States someone may try it. Uh, goodness gracious. I would never understand how what he uh, he claimed it was a joke. I don't know what type of joke that is, but he claimed it was. A yeah, joke. the president. You can't. Afford you don't really to have space to be Sorry, making yeah, jokes I feel like, like that. This, is, <laughs> <laughs> this should be common information. Uh, like he's God knows, maybe Secretary of State came <laughs> to him and just like you know that that will kill you, right? He's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, since we've decided that in this episode we're just going to be jumping from issue to issues, um, I want to talk about something that I saw on Vicious. Twitter. Vicious. It was um, it was about Beyonce's album, our yeah. visual album, the one coming out, um, Black is King, yeah. and it was this tweet that went viral. I think it had like I don't even know it had lots of retweets, mm. but it opened up this conversation about. Um, her use of her use. of African, her use of African of Afrocentric imagery, and whether it's actually wrong for African Americans to use Afrocentric imagery in the way that there is now. I know that that's like opens up this conversation about diaspora wars and mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. technically, like this is their culture as well, so yeah. they should be able to use it. Be, but yeah. I mean, if you are using those images. They have to be used in an intelligent way, mm-hmm. which I feel that, I mean, in the history of America, has not been done successfully. Mm-hmm. And I used to talk about um Black Panther. Black Panther was a huge movie, yeah, but it's Black Panther, man. <laughs> if there's a running beat, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Charlie did to him. I feel like it, it reinforcing. It reinforces a lot of stereotypes mm. that mm. Um, that it may be intended to dismantle. Mm. There was still a lot of, I mean, in a futuristic world, in a futuristic technology savvy well, Africa, yeah. they were still riding rhinos and like, I think they had some huts in there. And just like, if you get into like the real like messages in the it's, it's essentially, I think, as every African realizes or recognizes, it's essentially a potpourri of African cultures, mm-hmm. languages, and right. um, clothing, and stuff yeah. like that, that aren't really, really um, navigated in like a way that is, I would say, respectful to African mm-hmm. culture. And mm-hmm. it's, it's something that Americans do a lot. Like, there's this specific, there's this African accent that they use for everything um, that's not like, 
like really an African accent, but just sounds African. There, and is, there was there also no the accent. imagery of voodoo in Black Panther. There is no African accent. Yeah, there is no African yeah. accent, exactly. Yeah. There's no one African accent uh, yeah. here. But it just sounds like, um, my name is like, that's all. And even like from what, Beyonce, from what Beyonce has teased so far, I know that she's also using voodoo imagery. Voodoo, which is, okay. Wait, what is yeah, voodoo? Like the whole, like, okay, like what we we'll see, what we we'll call juju. Um, <laughs> even. <laughs> Even even in Black Panther, the whole like him drinking like the purple thing and yeah, like lots yeah. of those, like very racialized stereotypes about Africa and that like all of us do voodoo and so it's um I'm so lots of people were saying that yeah and also another thing to be noticed is that the album isn't even going to be available in in Africa. Wait, are you so serious? Like, are you serious? Ah, yeah. oh, oh, she must stop there. Ah, oh, she's screwed that really in the ass. How can it? I don't how know how it, accurate this how is. Can also, it but a lot of people say that, and a lot of people also say that she has a history of not putting African countries on her tour destinations. I don't know how oh, accurate she, that she, is. She, she, she came to Nigeria a couple of years ago. That much I know for sure. Uh, yeah, I there's, there's more to Africa than. Just, just Nigeria. Nigeria. Well, good points. Good points. Yeah. Good points. Good points. Nigeria is actually like the country that most people think of when they think of That's Africa. Nigeria. The truth is, yeah. if you want to, be, the truth is, if you want to, South Africa, Africa yeah. it's either Nigeria or South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> That's the truth. It's either Nigeria or South Africa that you would think of. So, mm, good points. Good points. Good points. Because so, the truth is, people who go on tours and everything, they go out of their way to list the obscure, so to speak, countries in like Europe. So, for example, you go to like Finland, Belgium. No, I guess it's wrong. I'm just yeah. calling them obscure. But like the the countries that like you may not really like, yeah, the yeah. countries. For, the for example, you definitely, for example, you definitely go to like London. But like you'll have fans in like Finland yeah. who obviously wouldn't be able to see in London. So you're like, oh, let me go to Finland. Let me go to Belgium. You stop places like that. Like they go Meanwhile, to Slovakia, yeah, Slovakia, like, exactly. Meanwhile. You wouldn't do that in Africa. In Africa, you're just like, oh, it's like Nigeria, that's yeah. Africa. That's it. <laughs> you're not be like, ah, oh, let me go to Mali. Like I have some fans there. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't, you don't like, think like that. So I, I guess I guess that's actually like rather Uganda. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Popular there. So I guess that in itself is actually quite um, quite problematic. Yeah, yeah, questionable. Like even like okay, yeah, I think that there's a fair point to be made that African-Americans should be able to profit off African culture since it's the culture that was stolen from them. But it's also, like, to be remembered that we can't even profit off our own culture. Like, we can't profit off our culture in the way that Black Panther did, in the way that um, uh, her first album... I had that conversation uh, with someone, actually. I had that conversation with someone, I can't remember who it was. And the person was essentially saying, I would have loved to see that what they actually did, yeah, was they came to Africa, they looked for African actors and actresses and used them. Yeah. For what? That, Black, is, is, for Black Panther. Are we, still, are we still talking about Black Panther? Yeah, 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 Black Panther. No, we're talking about Black Panther now. Um, it's, 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 um, yeah, but that's not profitable to... And I think yeah, that's exactly because you need, it's, it's, you need to it's sell the the games ideal, as well. It's the ideal what you want them to do, but it's not profitable. And yeah. African Americans, even Af- I would say America as a whole, have um, have shown that they don't they want to interact with 
Africa on a mm. second hand level. level yeah. so from like series, movies, TV mm. series that are made by Americans. My brother. But South I, Africa. I, I, my brother, my brother. I still I was watching I still feature their their actors and oh. still everything like my brother, I was yeah, watching, sometimes it's really frustrating, yeah. It, it can be really frustrating. I was watching a I was watching T V like uh, I can't, I mean I've I've been watching T V anyway. And there's this yeah. ad that keeps on coming up for this show, and I'm not sure if you guys have seen it. And it's called Bob Hart's Abishola. And basically, it's a show about this American businessman called Bob, who gets mm-hmm. sick, and then he's taken care of by a Nigerian nurse whose name is Abishola, and then he falls in love with this Nigerian nurse and everything. And then they're just using this stupid uneducated accent as no, no no she's well no not uneducated accent but like they're not speaking properly they're not speaking proper english blah blah, blah. they're using one silly accent i'm just like um what type of dumb i've never i've not watched the actual show but from the adverts alone i'm just like what type of rubbish is this i was just i was so angry i was like, like this is just do they realize like a large very very large number of us are like educated exactly Mm-hmm. First of all, mm-hmm. for you to be a Nigerian in America, to have a medical degree to be a nurse, I would think that you're You'd educated. Think you could speak. I would think we have. Speaking. We have so many nurses. We have so exactly. many professors. I would think and, that you can speak and um, lawyers and all these like that. All these in all these spaces in America, and yet like we still have this perception that Africans are educated. It's, and you know, sometimes they will like throw us like little fish that's like our culture can like Burner Boy and his success. Mm. Not like not discrediting his success in any way, but just mm. saying that like him being allowed to like collaborate with the people that he has mm. was sort of like, yeah, we we support like African culture, mm. but then that success really isn't like replicable by anyone else mm. or very few people. Mm. It's mad. I'll tell you that it's it's mad. I mean, it's uh, I don't I don't really know what other words to use. It's we have a long way to go. We have a long way to go. Yeah. It's not it's not when you post BLM on your story and you say no to racism in your tweets and on your IG that you are no longer racist. I think like I've been saying this for time. Everyone needs to educate themselves. Educate yourself on what is racism. Educate yourself on microaggressions. Look, take a long, hard look at yourself. And what are things I've said or done that could potentially be racist? And mm-hmm. ask yourself, why do I have that mindset? And attack it from there. It's not when you're tweeting and posting that yeah, you're not a racist or you're against racism. And that also, goes for that goes for black people. That too. goes for black people as well. Yeah, completely, one hundred percent. That goes for black people as well. The only thing I want to say, Shari, black Americans. Like just America in general, there's just this extreme insensitivity going on over there. Because my friend showed me some Instagram posts and like it was pictures from a concert going on in Nigeria. Mm. And in the comments it was like American black Americans say like, Oh, they got fo- oh, they got phones over there. Like Damn. Damn. Are there any problems going on over there when they're doing all these things? Like, oh, but are they eating though? Like, things like that. I was like, alright, so aren't you supposed to be supporting us? Aren't we your yeah. so called brothers and sisters? Like, what yeah, is the meaning of all these things? 
you rep our culture, you wear dashiki, you do all those things. Exactly, they do the whole exactly. But like, I'm going to say like, I'm going to say like, it's a two way thing because mm. there are also like aggressions from the African like perspective to the African American perspective. Like, I've seen African American African people on, um, on. Twitter say things like African Americans have no culture, mm. which is just that's true. Um, there's the whole there's Southern culture, there's rap culture, there's like all these different like American Black Americans, specifically yeah. Black Americans. I think about Juneteenth that many people don't even realize that Juneteenth is Juneteenth is a very specific holiday for mm. for Southern people, Southern Black. American. So the whole mm. commercialization of Juneteenth was just, and everyone trying to hop on it, it was just um, yeah. not like, it's kind of a slap in the face to the I, don't, I don't completely yeah. understand yeah. the whole concept of Juneteenth. Just the end it's of about, slavery. Yeah, the emancipation of, of slavery. There was this day I went to a store um, down my road. I go there regularly anyway. Um, the store owner is extremely salty. We'll put that aside. And there was, and I, I walked in, right? And first of all, by her being extremely salty, it doesn't really bother me. I'm just like, oh, you do you, like whatever. You're normally very salty to your customers, but it's fine. Everyone goes to the store, you do your things, you leave, you buy your stuff. Like, who cares that, for the fact that she's salty? Then there was this white guy that was there that day. I just walked in, he was, he was there, you know, he was buying his stuff. The, the store assistants were carrying his things for him. They'll take it to the car, blah, blah. She was speaking so respectfully to him. I was like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I was so irritated. Like, I cannot begin to explain how annoyed I was. Because you don't see us go to their land and us treat them as if we're bloody, as if we're bloody kings. But we allow them to come over here and then we give them first class treatment. I'm not saying that we shouldn't give them like good treatment. I'm just saying, look. Why give them no, something they want? Why give them special treatment? Exactly, it's not an honor. Especially sure. if you look at that history, like you think we'd be angry at them. I'm not saying yeah. than, like, I'm not saying we should be angry. Yeah. I'm not saying that we should treat them poorly. Yeah, that's but, like, what I'm saying. I'm not it saying just we seems very, There's no point to it. It just seems very antithetical it's for us to be like ridiculous, let's man. bow down to you especially so, when you look at this so ridiculous it is i looked at it and i felt i felt like i feel like it's a betrayal if anything i feel like it's a betrayal yeah. to your own kind to i was just like i mean what but like the most the most um the most freeing thing the most freeing words i ever seen on twitter to this day stay that not every black person is an expert on race. And those Facts. words, for me, that mm. was just like, Facts. I was just, because it's been something I've been trying to articulate for a long time. Mm, like, yeah. we don't all know. Some people, some white people know more about race than some black people. Yeah, and, and mm -hmm. I've, like, just the images I've seen on Twitter just show that the whole people mm -hmm. encouraging cops to kneel. Like that is it's not a good um, aesthetic it's, at it's all. Just, it's ridiculous. It's, it's not it's a good aesthetic at all. I get like the whole Colin Kaepernick reference, yeah. but not feeling, especially considering the way that George Floyd died, is is not what we should be going for right now. No, it's just, um, it's just, it's just, it's just, Terry Crews mm -hmm. most recently saying 
saying <laughs> that um, <laughs> Black Lives Matter should not become turn into Black Lives Matter. Matter. I was like, what is wrong with this guy? What is this guy saying? What's what he saying? Shut up. Shut up. I was so annoyed. Like, what is wrong with this guy? Well, I was so infuriated. Black Lives Matter. Then we have to be careful to make it so that Black Lives Matter doesn't become Black Lives uh, Better. That was not it. Like, that was not in the narrative. Does. Look, there are extremes to every movement, yeah. Mm. But that was never proper in the narrative. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In every movement, there will be people who want to um, take, take it like to an extreme level. Yeah. I'm not even going to put them down because the people who are radicals are the people who are most affected by this issue. Yeah. Not every black person in America knows someone that has died at yeah. the hand of police brutality. It's just that knowledge that that could be you that propels us to go to the protests and propels us to be outspoken about these issues. But the people who have lost multiple family members from yeah. from this issue of police brutality because they live in more police states mm. are the ones that are saying that we should burn police cars and yeah. burn stores. And I'm not going to put that down. Yeah. I'm not going to... You can't particularly judge them. You, you, can't, you can't particularly judge them because the way people they've had it like so much under, they've had it yeah they've had yeah, it they've had it rough they've had it rough it's, it's mad it's mad <clears throat> alright something else that's happened in the last 24 hours well that's going I think we've hammered the this topic something else that's happened in the last 24 hours which personally I find very funny <laughs> is the whole Will Will and Jada Smith thing uh. <laughs> <laughs> I when I, when I saw Liza Koshy's <laughs> name up today, I, I had to, I had to laugh. <laughs> I mean, this, this, this is a more light-hearted issue compared to like the things that we're talking we, about. We're talking about, yeah, so I think we're... we're, we're talking about open, yeah, open well, relations. <laughs> so to the people listening to this, um, August Alcina <laughs> came out and said that Will Smith allowed him or gave him his blessing, so to speak, to have a relationship with Jada, who is Will Smith's wife. So essentially that insinuating that the conspiracies are true and that Will and Jada are in an open relationship. And yeah, this has been rumored yeah, for a long time. Yeah, this has been rumored for a while. Honestly speaking, it's, it's, always, it's always just been one of those conspiracies. Kind of like how um, the royal family apparently killed Diana. It's just always one of those conspiracies that's been out there. Personally, I mean, I'm not going to judge them or whatever. They can do whatever they want with their relationship. I just find it funny. <laughs> 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 I just find it funny. I, f- I found it funny how people have reacted. You like, oh, Will and Jada, blah blah blah, and I've been seeing their goals. I was like, I find it, I find it so funny how we've put celebrities on a pedestal. Yeah, and it's also so important to like recognize that, like, they've. It's also so important to um to put it out there that they denied it is. Yeah, they denied it. So just for the sake of So it might not actually be true. Yeah. So like this is like proven facts. Yeah. Am I good? Yeah, you're saying something about celebrities. With this sort of thing, like with the whole concept of the open relationship, like oh, Will and Jess made their goals and everything. I was like, so it's something you people want. <laughs> really? Like, I mean, I, 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 
Just kind of call me off guard. I mean, I get it. I get the idea. I get the idea. I think when you reach like a certain yeah. age, maybe you, you want to feel young again. <laughs> and and like I think it's trying the first prince. I think I think a lot of people. <laughs> Things that a lot of people, yeah, like Tony said, like we put we put celebrities on pedestals and we don't realize that they're humans. Or? They like have, they're, I don't know, but like it can just get boring. I feel like, obviously, I have no experience, but like it can just obviously from what a lot of people say. You need something to boring. spice it up. Uh, yeah, yeah whether that, whether that's been. I open. once watched a celebrity video, and like the guy was basically just saying, he said everybody should cheat. Because when you cheat, it just makes things more interesting and it's more likely to make the relationship last. Wait, hold I'm on. I'm not saying I agree. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe once every like in a while, you just have like maybe like a week where you, you all can go and do things with other people, come back, mom. maybe have some interest. <laughs> yeah, maybe mom. something like that. You just like you come back together. You, you have you both have learned something from the other people. <laughs> oh my God. Like you have some interesting stories to tell. You know, that sort of thing. Like just something uh, to spice up the relationship. Yeah, nah, I, I definitely don't think that I definitely don't think that August Elsina is lying. Why would you, somebody come out with this thing? Yeah, the, then then again, I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't, I don't think someone could possibly I don't think he would man, I don't know. That Will and Judah, Will and Judah Smith have more of a reason to deny it than he has a reason to lie about yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah, definitely, definitely. Personally, I I don't I wouldn't like to have a relationship. Did, but like, and Will Smith has also been rumored to to um mess around with <laughs> other people with a certain the model with a certain and a certain YouTuber. Goodness, who goodness. happens to be two years older than his oldest child just wanted to put that out there <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's crazy personally i wouldn't like to have an open relationship just because i don't think it's something i'm interested in also it's not something the bible yeah. backs up and personally I, I mean i get all my beliefs and values from the bible so yeah well i mean likewise <laughs> yeah so like it's not something i personally support but if you want to do it, as in, I'm not if, encouraging it, but I'm not discouraging it. As do if, what you want. I don't control you, but think about the Bible. <laughs> that's that's what, yeah, if, if you're someone that is held accountable by the Bible, then... That's, I mean, my, that's my hot you take might, for you. You might, you might have to rethink that. <laughs> but I mean, Will and Jada can do whatever they want. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I just found it so yeah. funny, like, the um, reactions as well. It was, it was mad, it was mad. I think I uh, that's something that we... like the memes. The memes are the best part. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's that's something that we as Christians like need to be better at doing. Yeah. It's like it's like just like live your own life. We do our own thing over here. Like there's the whole evangelism thing and still like bringing people to Christ. Mm. But there's also like you have, you have to introduce people to Christ you have to before be. you introduce your values to them. Yeah. Oh, you, you, yeah. Can't, oh, you, you can't just why copy people have, your 
values on them when they don't yeah. even believe in the source of your values. So, Look, here's the here's the yeah. thing, here's the thing about about Christianity, yeah, and I, I've been I've been saying this for time. Number one, we are lucky enough to have direct access to God, yeah, to the Holy through the Holy Spirit. So yeah, unless I unless you are led to do so. I don't think you can just randomly chatter like dump or not really dump but yeah i don't think you can just randomly be like oh i'm doing this today unless you are led to do so because i genuinely believe the best way for anyone to be introduced to your faith is through you if they see your life they see the way you're living they see how you are as a person and they are attracted to you and they're like there's something about this person then there's no way when they see that that is christ there's no way that they won't be interested on the other hand if you're just going about living your life doing whatever and then you come and you're like ah i came to tell you that christianity is the way blah blah, blah. no one's going to listen to you man you're just making noise i feel like this is why people have such a terrible opinion about religion exactly these days because of the way people are go about these sorts of things it's, it's, it's crazy. Like you're just trying to suffocate other people with your ideals yeah. which just further drives them away away because people just feel it's more like yeah so it's um it's, it's definitely something a lot of people need to work on well i mean i mean we thank god for grace sure Thank God for this. Yeah. Did you guys uh, hear about the gunmen, gunmen, the abduction in Nasarawa State? No, I actually did no. not hear about that one. I think uh, why? because because how of how like information about our own country. Exactly. Like, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Well, Nigeria, Nigerian media is like. A, is exceptionally bad at like <laughs> covering our own stories. I think a lot of like people, pe- lots of people get their information about Nigerian news from Twitter mm. and, and WhatsApp. Mm. And WhatsApp. <laughs> WhatsApp, WhatsApp, WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah, essentially, there were thirty people abducted by gunmen in Nasarawa. So I mean, that happened. Hopefully, they are found. Hopefully, they returned. Um, yeah. I think that's it. For yeah, week. I don't think there's much we can actually say on that. Yeah, that's just, just like a thing yeah, of like. Discussion. I, hope. <laughs> I hope, yeah. We we hope I'm praying. And <laughs> uh, I think that's it for this week. You know, I don't think we really have any anything anything else. Alright, so thanks for coming on, guys. It's been it's been mad. Yeah. It was, oh, it was, it was fun. Yeah, as always. And We've been here for like two hours. Yeah, that's true. Like that's true. Yeah, because we were on a call before we started recording, you know. So that is true. That is true. Uh, today is my channel anniversary. So that's not bad. Yeah, that's not that's not bad. Alright, see you the last man. <laughs> one year. Yes, one year. One year. One year and two hundred and sixty something subscribers later. Yeah. Doing bits. Yeah. Doing we bits. I have to commend you. Thanks, you. Thank God. Alright, see you the listener. Thanks for listening. Thank you, and see you next. Two, see you in the next two weeks. Yeah, see you next week. Stay safe, guys. Bye.